Welcome to Entertainment Source Interviews. This podcast covers interviews with people of interest, including celebrities and celebrity profiles. I am your host, Mary Jensen. On this episode, I will talk with Emily Tarver and Vicki Martinez. Emily has starred in over 40 national commercials. She played Ms. Conan on The Big C on Showtime, played Pam on an improvised sitcom on USA called Donnie, and portrayed Brayla in the movie Sisters. Emily most recently played Officer McCullough on the Netflix original hit series Orange is the New Black. You may remember Vicki Martinez as a finalist in NBC's season one of The Voice. The soulful acoustic-based singer-songwriter has been performing since the age of 16 and had several albums under her belt prior to the show. She played Daddy on Orange is the New Black. Vicki and Emily met on the set of the show. Now they harmonize about their love and their life. Hello, is this Vicki? Hey, Mary. Hi, how are you? Good, glad we finally got, what is it, a week later? Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. So you're home now? I'm home. Yeah, Emily's, um, she's in the bathroom right now, but she's going to come out and join me on speaker. All right. <clears throat> so um, do you guys mind if I record this just so I can make sure I get everything right? Yeah, that's great. Okay, and also, I'm trying to get, like, a Patreon up to put, like, extra things on for people, so if I do that, would you care if the recording went, went on that or no? That's fine, yeah. Okay, yeah, because somebody was telling me, you should try that and put up, like, extra things for people, like, you know, that's not in the magazine, because obviously the magazine is, like, all written, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's, that's totally fine. Okay, cool. So I have questions for each of you, and then I have some questions, you know, a couple together, like okay. from your show and stuff. So I don't know who wants to go first. That's up to you. Go first. You want to go first? Here. All right. And here, oh, Emily's here too now, but I'll go first. Okay. Hi, Hi Emily. Hi. Hi, how are you? Pretty good, thanks. I just sorry um, that we couldn't do it while we were in each other's physical presence, but um, I was feeling a little overwhelmed. Yeah, no, that's fine. I know. Yeah, I mean, you guys were busy that week, and I totally get it. And then, you know, on Sunday, I wasn't sure like my timeline for going to the uh, Oyster Festival, and then we met friends there, and they decided to come back to P-Town to go out to dinner, so it was kind of like, uh, you know. Totally. Um, for I me totally to... find that we ended up having a chill night, so it worked out. Yeah. All right, so let's see. We got a few questions. Um, you want to first talk about the voice? Um, okay. Now you you were you were third place on The Voice, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. So how did that all come about? Like you trying out for it and getting on the show and stuff like that. Um. Well, I've been already playing live um, music uh, for a good at least ten years by then, and so um, when The Voice came to Seattle for the first time, um, one of the people that worked in the talent in the casting crew um 
was from Seattle and knew about me. So they actually reached out to my management at that time and just said, Hey, I know Vicky's just an indie artist, but this seems kind of cool. And like, if, if you could just talk her into coming out and, and immediately from there, like I just went there with an attitude of like, Hey, let's just give it a go and enjoy myself. And I ended up enjoying it to the end. So I didn't stop. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That must've been a really good, great experience. Yeah, it was really good as far as like kind of um, uh, getting me used to um, the the nervousness and the anxiety that can come with, you know, big live performances. It was like, okay, you're playing clubs and now you're on live TV. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Now, unfortunately, I didn't see that. I never really watched The Voice. I wish I had now. Um, that was 2011, correct? Yeah. And now, was that the first season of The Voice, or? Yep. All right. Yeah, uh, that night was fun. Maybe I bet you I can still find it anyway, like on YouTube or something. It's like you can find anything now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I should. Some things you don't that. want people to find. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you're like, how did that get on there? I didn't put it there. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, let's see. Now, do you play any instruments at all? Well, I know you play guitar. Um, I saw yeah. you play the other night. I, Do you... I started violin when I was five, so like I grew up doing that, and then went to guitar about twelve, and then now like you know I kind of dilly dally on instruments, you know, for recording purposes. I can play the bass and and stuff like that, but um, awesome. my main my main squeeze is the guitar. Mm hmm. Yeah. And how did you get started? Now I know you said you were playing in bands and stuff for like ten years before the voice. Um, how did you get like? What was your influence to like begin singing and being a musician? It definitely was my dad. He used to take me to um, go listen to jazz with him uh, <clears throat> live on Saturday nights, and um, he would try to get me to go up and uh, and uh, talk to. Um, I mean, go up and sing, but I was too nervous to do that. Mm -hmm. So, um, but finally one time I did it and I just was like, Ooh, I like this. And so he just kind of kept, um, supporting that and, uh, um, helping me, you know, get live opportunities. Cause I was so young at that time. So any acoustic open mics or anything like that. And, and from there, you know, met musicians at, at some of those things and just started making it a job. My dad definitely was always a guy who was like, if you can't make money doing it, then don't waste your time. <laughs> now, did but you did you ever have to take... I, I, I like both things, passion and money, so... Yeah. <laughs> did you um, ever take any vocal lessons or anything? Um, I did some breathing techniques, and then I, I learned um, in choir, actually, in middle school, uh... A little bit of technique there but not really any official training no nice that's even better right it just it comes natural to you um now when, yeah luckily yeah yeah um i know i wish i could sing i can like as long as i'm singing with somebody you know like <laughs> but i try to do it on my own and i'm like what happened i know this song but now i sound awful <laughs> I, I don't know whatever right so now um, acting. Yeah. Now, were you in anything before Orange is the New Black? I thought I saw that no. you were. No, you weren't? No, I wasn't. <clears throat> this is the first thing I've ever done. So how did like that, that all come about? <clears throat> Excuse me. Please. 
It's okay. <clears throat> how did um your acting come about? Like with Orange, how did you decide to try out for it? Or they um it's just it's really random. They uh, looked up the the characteristics of of Daddy, and I popped up on the Google search. So <clears throat> I was living in Seattle at the time, and I know that they were only doing local hire. And um, so they were like, if you can get yourself out here, you got a part. And I was like, uh, okay. And I never, I never left. <laughs> wow. So that's, they, they told you you had the part before they even like met you and had you audition or anything? Yeah, pretty much. The lady said, just send in a tape, but we need this part like in two days. You have to start uh, filming. So she told me, like, don't be nervous. Just send me a tape and when I need it and be good. <laughs> wow, that is awesome, too. So how was um, how was it playing Daddy, like, your experience? Did you really enjoy it? Um, I really, it was great for me because, um, like I said, that you know, she kind of told me I already had the part. So when I auditioned, I just acted like myself reading lines and, um, uh, you know, it, 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 there's a little, there's a lot of characteristics that daddy has that I just kind of have, like, it, you know, her looking on Google really worked out for me. I mean, it got nerve wracking when I was, um, doing big scenes with, you know, some of the lead stars on there and, um, I didn't, you know, not wanting to waste time. And because I didn't know a lot of like the, the phrases and, you know, that they say on set and, whatever I didn't really know what things meant but thankfully you know some of the co-stars I had were really gracious and would tell me and and I didn't have to waste too much time so but I was scared yes oh yeah I, I can imagine so my favorite sound was the bell because that <clears throat> meant they were done yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's I'm just sad that orange is over you know um yeah me, me too so that's good. You got a taste um for the acting business. Are you interested in doing any more acting in the future? I would love to. I mean, <clears throat> I was just telling Emily the other day that, you know, my focus has always been music. And now that we're doing music together, um, you know, I think I, I want to concentrate on making our album. And, you know, she's been acting for a, a long time and it's, she gets auditions all the time and you know, that's her main focus. So if something gets thrown my way that is, you know, like I said, I don't have much um, training. Maybe I could do some training or whatever. But, you know, I, I, I think at this point, just going out for auditions and, you know, the normal way that everybody else does and get denied and just keep trying and see what sticks. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, at least you, you've got that on your resume, which is a really good thing. So, gosh, I know. Cause you, yeah, because I mean, <laughs> oh, that was God. a popular show. You you did a great job in it, I thought. So, um, thank you. Now I read because um, I always do research and stuff, you know, before an interview, and but of course I always <laughs> like to talk about it because just because you read it on the internet doesn't always mean it's true. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I had read that um you you know you've had your shares your share of ups and downs um throughout the your you know the years in your music right is that correct like I think it, oh, absolutely. yeah absolutely. did you want to talk about that like because I had read that um 
I guess when you were playing music before, then you kind of had like a lull and then you got on the voice. Um, and how, so how has the voice like influenced your career in any I way? I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of the same with Orange. Like it, it's been for me, like from the beginning, a journey, you know, you put out an album, you sell some and then you don't sell as many. It's time to put another one out. And I, you know, with, with the voice, it's like, you know, you're, you're a big deal for a second and then, you know, people move on. And so I kind of got that up and down throw or challenge, you know, at a young age, which was good for me to understand that, you know, try to stay resilient and just know that, you know, the right thing will happen at the right time. And, and, and realizing sometimes those lulls, you know, it's, it's, it's recharge time. And Mm -hmm. I, I'm sad that in those times in the past, you know, I would get maybe depressed and what's going to happen. You know, you waste just so much time, thinking 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 and then like oh you know something always gets thrown your way but you know the more that you sit thinking that it won't you know the more you waste time so mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's a good learning lesson i think for anyone yeah that's true um so do you said you have a album out or more it's... yeah i have quite a few albums on um itunes and whatnot that i've released in the past and but um the, the music that Emily and I are creating right now, I only have it on a Bandcamp website. I haven't put anything official. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I want to concentrate and work on. And when I started with Orange a couple of years ago, I just decided to put everything on pause and, and not stress out and really concentrate on, you know, giving my best at that because I didn't know how long it was going to be. I was told three to five episodes max, and then it was longer. So you know, there was a lot of limbo time even knowing if I was going to be on season seven. Mm -hmm. And thank God I got to be on one of them. But, um, you know, you're you're waiting around. So um, I would want to start on things and then I would wait because you don't know what's going to happen. And I, it was really nice when they told me I was going to die because I was like, okay, (laughs) I can, I can start looking elsewhere for work. Yeah, that's fine. So you were actually on 12 episodes. Is that right? Yeah. And that was, what was that, in, t- what what was the year you were in? I can't remember. Uh, it was season six and season seven. Oh, okay. Six yeah. and seven. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, so, the albums that you have on iTunes, what are they under? Is it under your name or a band name? Just Vicky Martinez. Okay, great. I'm going to have to look those up for sure. Yeah. And so... Hold on. I got it all written down, but... So where do you see yourself a year from now or five years from now? Like, what is your your ultimate goals? Um, I think what was really nice was on this show, meeting Emily, and I've always been somebody that, you know, if I'm alone, I, I want to be with somebody. And it's not a codependence thing. It's just like the question you're asking right now. It's like I see myself in a in a relationship, and I finally found that person. And I just think that you know we both really want to enjoy the fruits of our labor. You know, we we're not rich by any means, but we we've saved our money and we 
you know, have both have to have had a career where it's like we don't get to see our families as much. We, you know, that becomes first priority, and I think we both really want to concentrate on being with the people we love and experiencing those things throughout the year that you know normal families do. So mm-hmm. we we kind of base a lot of our um, decisions on like our travel and you know when we're going to see our families and and the times in between just doing the things that we love right now it's music and you know trying to get another gig for acting i know emily is super funny so yeah <laughs> I see some comedy in the future there for her but uh, yeah i think more just enjoying it mm-hmm. so let me ask you the questions like i kind of have for both of you i know like when i saw you the other night um you did talk about a little bit when you met on the set so did you meet her like, you know, like right away, on the first like no, we met, in your first we show? We actually met on the last episode of the sixth season. Okay. And, um, and so, you know, everyone at that point is like, I don't know if I'm coming back, and um, and at the same time, everyone's like, Yay, I get a break, and I can, you know, I can relax for a second. And so it was just a lot of crazy feelings going on, and then we both met, and we were just like, wow, super excited about each other. And it really was just going to be a friendship. And, I mean, we've, I think, since we've met, spent like five days away from each other, max. And that's been about two years. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, even though you were both in the same show, I mean, you did some work together on the set, right? We did. I mean, that last episode, a tiny bit. I don't even think we spoke to each other, huh, Emily? No, we didn't have any lines exchanged between our characters. We just met, you know, in the downtime on that shoot day. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, I saw all the episodes and everything, but I I can't remember. You know, I I barely remember what I had for lunch, so. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. There's a big kickball scene at the end of season six where there's a bunch of inmates, and then I was one of the guards that was out there, you know, watching the game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, now that you say that, I kind of remember that, yep. Yeah. All right. And I think it was that time that we were just, you know, offset. I just was like, oh, my God, this woman is so funny. We immediately just became like, I was like, can I sit next to you? Can, um, (laughs) uh, what are we going to do later? What are you doing after work? Like, it was immediate, yeah. I mean, it's the same way now. I mean, we're lovers, but, like, we're best friends. It was it was fun being around Leah um, for, I think we were with her, with her like ten days, and she just kept saying over and over like, "God, how do you, do, how do you do this, Vic? Like, are you just laughing all the time?" And I was like, "Yeah." I it, the thing that the extreme is that like I get really scared and sad when I'm not laughing as much, because then I think something's horribly wrong. When really she's just like, "No, I'm just being quiet for once." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Um, yeah, I mean, she, I'm, and I'm talking like she's not there. Emily, you were, you were like so funny. I mean, I had never seen you guys before. When I saw that you were going to be there, I'm like, we're going to that show, you know. And oh. then when I was walking around, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Why don't I see if I can get an interview while I'm here, you know. <laughs> but I'm super glad that we went because it, it, was, it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. And so did Kathy, my girlfriend. And, awesome. Um, 
And I'm glad you guys came to that one because, you know, it was just tying up all of our shows. You know, we don't play as often like that, you know, that many shows in a row. So it was our first go at like kind of wearing and tearing away at our set, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we were actually going to go on Sunday. And I'm glad that we stopped by the club on Saturday when we got there. Um, because then they had told us that those shows were canceled, and we're like, oh my oh, god. I'm so glad. Yeah, because we would have went Sunday, and then I would have been like, you know, what the hell? <laughs> All right. Gosh. Yeah, I think they were worried about, like, sales not being very good on Sunday, because everyone was kind of leaving town that Sunday. Yeah. So the ticket sales in their system weren't great, and they were like, let's just call it, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I got some questions for you, Emily, now. Um, okay, I'm here. So, obviously, you're an actress, and do you do any comedy now, too? Have you done any stand-up or anything like that? Um, I moved to New York 15 years ago to, to study comedy, so I went to a place called the Upright Citizens Brigade, which is a comedy sketch improv school and theater. And um, I did improv and sketch comedy and stand-up for, I'd say, probably about 10 years. And then I I started performing with a band. It was like a comedy band. We mm -hmm. wrote funny songs. Um, and then I kind of stopped doing anything comedically on stage that wasn't with, you know, my band. Mm -hmm. Now, um, do you have... Any albums out with the band that might be on? Um, yeah, we have purchase? one album on. It's on iTunes. It's called Summer and Eve. Okay. <laughs> and it's our our live album that we recorded at Joe's Pub here in New York City. Okay, is that where you live now? You both live yeah, in New York. We, we live in Sunnyside, Queens. Okay. Um, and I also read that you're a, a writer and a producer too. Yeah, I wrote um, I wrote for a television show called Best Week Ever on VH1, where I was also uh, a performer on that show. And then um, I have written a bunch of uh, pilots for television. Um, and then I helped produce a short film in 2015 and starred in it. Wow. Now, what was that film? That that's called Best Wishes from Millwood. Is that and on like? Can... I think it's. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on Vimeo for free. Oh okay, all right. Um, so you have a lot of talents. What would which one was your first love? Like, your acting or music? Um, I would say like. That's hard. Definitely music, like singing. I was in choir, and um, and then I did, like, theater in grade school, but it wasn't really, like, I didn't have, like, a super hardcore passion for it. I just, it came naturally to me, mm -hmm. and it was fun and easy, so I didn't really take it seriously, though. It wasn't, like, my goal to be an actor. Mm-hmm. I kind of found my love for comedy in my senior year of college and then kind of changed course. I was going to go to school, uh, get my master's in psychology and 
um, be a therapist. And then I took a class, an improv class just as an elective and kind of fell in love and said, screw it. I'm going to move to New York and do comedy. Yeah. Now, have you ever, I know you said like you took some, you know, comedy improv classes and stuff. What about for acting or, um, voice or anything like that? Did, did you ever take any classes? No, I, I've never taken like a formal acting class. Um, I took like an auditioning class for commercials in like 2009 where you're just basically learning how to audition for commercials. And then all of my other training was just, um, improv comedy. And then for music, I never took voice lessons. I was just always in choir. Yeah. Wow. So that, that's really amazing. I mean, same thing like with Vicky. She didn't take any drama classes or anything. Cause I think a lot of people think, you know, um, you know, you got to go to drama school, you got to take voice lessons. You know, of course, a lot of people do. I mean, some people it just comes more naturally to for. And, and I think like there's a possibility that I'm really uh, stubborn. <laughs> and if I think I can do something, I for sure don't want anyone to tell me how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think a lot of it was like maybe an over shot of confidence that I maybe shouldn't have had but it worked out and there's still a lot you know I don't know like Vicky was saying you know like I don't know all the terms of like the lingo of acting and stuff and I didn't know any of that stuff when I first started and got on a set after booking things I was like what does back to one mean and that just means like go back to the beginning of the scene Oh. <laughs> and I was like, where's a one on the floor? Is there a one I'm supposed to see? Like, I didn't get it. But I like Vicky, I think we kind of learn uh, at, through the experience. Luckily, mm -hmm. you just fake it until you people think you know what you're doing. Yeah. And um, I mean, if yeah. you, you know, and you have all that confidence and stuff, too. So that, you know, that shows and it makes it OK, you know, to not know back yeah. to one. Act or, like you belong. Yeah. And then, it, yeah. you know. Nobody know. Never let them see you sweat. And so it sounds like you, you know, you both have it under control. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what was your? You might have already had said this, but your first acting experience, like on TV or film. Um. Well, after I took that commercial audition class, I met an agent the last class, and he really fell in love with me and he said okay I've got an audition for you tomorrow and I was like okay it was my first audition for anything and I booked it which is so crazy and then I just kind of like I was saying like I just showed up and I was like yeah I know what I'm doing hmm. and then it kind of went from there I started booking more commercials and then um a manager reached out to me and said, I saw one of your commercials and I think you're funny. Would you be interested in me representing you further in terms of like television and film? And I was like, yeah, wow, this is how it works. Great. Um, and so then I started doing like, I was on the big C on Showtime and then I did uh, that show best week ever. And, um, and then the movie sisters. And then I did like an improvised 
a sitcom on USA called Donnie. That was kind of, it's really kind of all I've done besides Orange. Mm-hmm. I mean, that being said, I've done like 40 national commercials. So like I, I have a lot of experience from that. Yeah. It's really helped me. Definitely. So um, now if I remember correctly, you were on Orange from the beginning. Is that right? No, I actually didn't come on until season four. Really? So I was on season four through through seven, so four okay. seasons. See, I knew I should have went back and watched them all. I didn't really have it's time. It's too much, though. Like, no, it's yeah. so much content. Like, I can't. I still haven't watched it. I haven't watched. I think I stopped watching season five. I just didn't sit down and watch it anymore. Oh, really? I, You know, I'd read the scripts. I knew it was going to happen, and... Like yeah. you said, it's just so much. Yeah. Um, and it's a little, like, close to home, you know? Like, I didn't want to relive certain parts of it. Yeah. Yeah, because like I said, I mean, I did watch the whole thing, but, you know, you forget, like, okay, when did... We can't keep all that stuff in our brains. When, yeah, when did they come on this, you know, what what episode, what season, and stuff like that. But um, actually, the night before, so thir- last Thursday night, because we got to P-Town Friday, we watched mm-hmm. the last episode, because I'm like, you know, because um, actually, because I had thought about trying to get an interview with you before we left, and I'm like, I'll, you know, mm-hmm. I'll try to find them down there or talk to somebody, so I said, you know, I got to finish watching this, so we watched the last episode, and we both had a, bo- you know, we had a box of tissues, and we were like crying. Yeah, that's <laughs> what like, everyone has said, that they just bawled their eyes out, but. It, well, especially like right at the end, where I thought it was really cool how they just had, you know, all of you come out and do, like, your own little thing to say goodbye. And that's when we're like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's over. But (laughs) Um, That was really emotional. They they ended up, so when we have the premiere every year, that we usually are all together in a big theater. We watch the first episode, and then they put that segment of us all saying goodbye at the end of that. Mm -hmm. So we saw that, you know, not as a cap on the last episode, but during that experience, all of us together in a theater and everyone was emotional, but proud and, and just glad to be together one last time, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I can imagine it must be hard. You know, you work with people that closely for so many years, especially doing something that you really enjoy doing something creative like that. It's going to be hard. Um, I mean, even for the type of show it was where, you know, a woman's prison and stuff. <laughs> I actually just yeah. listened to the book, too, um, from the Rail Piper. Um, mm-hmm. I, while I was working, I listened to it, and um, it was good, too. Uh, you know, it's a lot different than the show. Yeah, but. she's a pretty incredible woman, and um, she does a lot of advocacy for, you know, prisoners and and people of color in the criminal justice system and, and all of that stuff. So she's, she's, she's pretty great. Yeah. I'd actually, I'm going to actually try to get a hold of her too at some point um, and talk with her. But so how did you go about getting the part for orange? Um, did you audition or did somebody contact you? I did, you know, like I, I have really great representation. So I just basically get an email saying you have an audition tomorrow. Um, and it was just three lines, and it was at 10 a.m. And I have extreme problems with sleep, and I slept through it. 
I slept mm-hmm. through it and I woke up at like 10:45 in the morning and I panicked and called my manager. I was like, I'm such a piece of shit. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> please don't fire me. Like they're going to be so pissed. And she was like, calm down, take a breath. I'm going to call the office. And of course they were like, yeah, just tell her to come later. Like it was no big deal, but I thought I was like, I'm gutted. I'm an idiot. Like, so I ended up going at three and just went in there. I think I read through it once the three lines and they were like, great. That was great. Awesome. And then the next day they were like, so they ha- they're putting a pin in you for orange. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but it means basically like, we really like you. You're probably going to get it. So hold, hold those dates. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. It was kind of similar with Vicky. Like they were like, it's maybe two or three episodes. And then here we are four seasons later. Yeah. So now how did you, cause I mean, you know, not that I know you well, but um, just from like knowing what your career is like outside of Orange and seeing you the other night, obviously that's a lot different from your character. How did you get into character um, for the show to, you know, get yourself ready for the part each day? Or Well, I think the, the atmosphere really helps, you know, like, it's a sad ass place to go film. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the lighting is really depressing and people are walking around like prisoners, you know? And so I kind of used my surroundings a little bit also, you know, as a comedian, I think if, if, if you know, one of us, you kind of know all of us in that, like, you know, there's two sides to the coin of, of extreme laughter and extreme depression so it's not necessarily that hard for me to access that because I've struggled with you know my mental health as long as I can remember with depression and anxiety so I just kind of tapped into that and mm-hmm. said you're going to work you don't have to make everybody laugh just be with your thoughts and let it drag you down yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um where was where was it filmed anyway I don't think I ever knew that um Mostly all in New York. There's a um, a place called Kaufman Studios. It's a big TV and film studio right here uh, down the street from us, ironically. And then we also filmed in upstate New York in, in a place called the Rockland Children's Psychiatric Hospital that had been abandoned for years. And Orange just kind of gutted the place and built their prison set there. Hmm. And then... Con Edison, the electric company out here, bought that land. So we had to basically take everything to the studio or the surrounding jails. So we were filming in, in live at, like, actual prisons and jails this, this last two seasons. Wow. Now, do you have anything on the horizon right now as far as, like, an acting position? I just did, last week I shot two, I'm sorry, two weeks ago, shot two episodes of a new sketch comedy show that's going to be on Netflix. I don't know when it's going to come out. Um, and then I have three auditions on Monday and Tuesday that are all like eight pages each. So I got to shove all of that into my brain somehow. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. Congratulations. Thank so, you. Yeah, I'm going to have to check out some more of your stuff and uh, Vicky's albums on um, 
whatever it's called. <laughs> iTunes. Yes. I thank you, iTunes. Yes. Um, uh, now, um, so I did go to the show Sunday, and I really enjoyed that. Do you have anything else from that? You know, you would like to add, um, as far as like how you met or your relationship or anything. Um. I just feel I am real. I feel really lucky and blessed to be able to make art with someone that I love and do it in such a safe way. You know, like it's ideal to be on stage with the person you feel safest with when you're being the most vulnerable. You know, sharing your your art, and um, I'm just really grateful to have Vicky and and that she lets me sing with her because I think she is so incredibly vocally and instrumentationally talented and um I feel kind of like I'm bringing it down sometimes just because her voice is so strong but um I've gotten a lot better too since we started performing together with my the, the strength of my voice um so I just feel really grateful to be able to do it yeah with her yeah and um, I just love how you harmonize together. I thought it was perfect. And then, you know, your little comedy things, too, with picking up the shakers and turning the pages. I, you know, perfect. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed That's it. That's just me being, you know, myself. Mm -hmm. and, and adding something, I think, to the performance that's a little different, I think, you know. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was cool. Um, so... I just wanted, because I, you know, we didn't really get to talk the other night, because um, I know I had told, well, I talked to Vicky a little bit, but it was just, it was still so loud in there and stuff, so I didn't even know if you guys knew where I was from, what I was doing. Um, I didn't know anything, or, I feel like, that whole week. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's so many people you're talking, that was my first experience, for sure, of feeling like oh, this is, feels like to be kind of famous. And it was a little scary for me. I don't, I, I, and I'm, I'm a very much a people person and I love talking to people. But I think after like eight days of that, I literally, I couldn't. Yeah. And my body was like, my body was like, you're going to have a panic attack. Like you just, but now that I know that, looking back, I can do things throughout a week-long performance that protect me from getting to that point, mm -hmm. you know, because um, it's overwhelming for me. It was really, it was overwhelming in a good way. Like, it's wonderful to feel loved and appreciated, but I was just kind of like trying to devote a lot of myself to every person, but still maintaining the ability to perform mm -hmm. I'm, I'm working on that balance I think it was a good experience yeah that that is a lot um you were busy all week so um but I'm my name is Mary Jensen I should have told you all this Hi, at Mary the beginning <laughs> it's actually Jensen but yeah I should have told you all this at the beginning it, but that's okay I'm telling you now that's okay yeah <laughs> and I am um, I'm a freelance writer. I live in Massachusetts, like um, Starbridge area. I don't know if you know where that is, mm -hmm. but and I have an online magazine called Entertainment Source, and it's a monthly magazine, 
and I just, you know, I do interviews, I do some local stuff around here for it too. Um, so you're probably actually going to be in the December issue just because it's almost November and I, you know, I'm not done with it, the issue yet. So yeah. I will get you in the December issue. And I believe I gave Vicky a business card um, that has the website and everything on it. But it's, yeah, so she's got it. Okay, yeah. So it's just entertainment-source.com. So um, you can check it out. And you guys will be in there in December. And I had asked um, Vicky, you know, because I'm recording this. She said that was okay. Absolutely. Okay, yeah, because I just like to make sure I get everything correct. And I am thinking about starting, um, like, going on to Patreon just to, like, add extra stuff that people can go on that's not in the magazine. And I was thinking of maybe putting, like, the recordings up of my interviews, so I wanted to make sure I had your permission for that as well. Yeah, Absolutely. Okay, because I think that would be yeah. cool. Like, your fans will be like, you know, oh, I want to go on and hear the interview. And <laughs> yeah. So it'll, uh, yeah, definitely. It'll be a little while before I get that going because I don't even know how it works or anything. I'm sure I can figure it out. <laughs> but That's no problem. And you can, like, email us when the link is live, and we'll post about it on our Instagram and stuff so that we can drive some traffic to the oh, site cool. and to the sound. All right, thank you. What is your email? It's just... Emily Tarver at gmail.com. Okay. I was like, I checked out your website, too. That's funny, too. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so old. My manager's like, can you please rework your website? I'm like, no. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> so you real, you're just going to... I mean, it is cool like that, but... Um, I, I think you had said on there, too, that you kind of wanted to do another website, or you just want to leave it that way? No, I definitely want to change it. I'm just going to have to to buck up and pay somebody to do it, because I don't want to do it. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I, I mean, I don't know HTML or anything like that, but I do my own website. I use GoDaddy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's pretty easy to do um, if you want me to do it or if you just want you know what I mean I'm just throwing that out there yeah no that's really a nice offer I definitely will think about that I, I should definitely do that do something with it I mean you can uh, check out you know once you check out my website and stuff you can see what I did on there if you like it I mean there's all sorts of other platforms too where you can have you know kind of like it's kind of like they have um templates you know and you kind of yeah. fill in your own stuff so um, yeah, that's a good idea. But if you decide you want me to, I my you know my email is also on the card. So okay, great. All right. Well, I that's all I've got. Unless you have something to add. No, I think we did. I think we I I think we covered it all, and I we really appreciate you having interest in us and coming to the show, and we definitely look forward to uh, seeing the post and and getting it out there. All right. Well, thank you both so much for your time, too, and um, we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Mary. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye, -bye. bye.